I have earned my ability to be in every single room that I that I am in. And if somebody else thinks that I don't deserve to be, that's their problem, not mine. Hey, everybody. This is Belinda, and you've just heard Kathy Duffy, who is our guest on today's episode of The Leadership Tea. Our title today is Bitter Brews and Sweet Successes, Radical Self-Reflection and Designing Your Future. I first met Kathy in 2018, when we were both part of the 2018 cohort of the International Women's Forum Leadership Fellowship Program. This is a program that's had an incredible impact on my career, and I would love for you to learn more about it. I'm going to leave a link to it in our show notes, and I really encourage you to take a look at it. But I want to share more with you about Kathy before we get started. Kathy's an experienced executive. She's led diverse and global teams in the private sector for decades. Today, Kathy's going to talk to us about a number of different issues. I think that what struck me most is how she used 2023 as an opportunity to reflect on her career and where she wants to go in the future. And I'm really interested in sharing with you more about how she went about that journey and where it's led her to in this moment. I'm excited for you to hear her thoughts and her wisdom. Honestly, I would encourage you to hit pause and go grab pen and paper so you can take notes because I think that there's a lot here for all of us to take away. I know I've been quoting Kathy ever since we recorded this episode. I want us to dive right in, but before we do, I just want to remind everyone that whether it's Shelby speaking or me or Kathy, all of us are speaking in our personal capacities and we aren't representing our employers or any organizations that we're associated with. With that said, I don't want to delay us anymore. Let's get right into the episode. Kathy, I know you had a really interesting 2023. Yes. And I think our listeners would be, uh, would really learn a lot from understanding the journey you took during 2023 and the reasons why you took that journey. Okay. Well, 2023 was a pivotal year for me. I turned 60 in April and my mother died when she was 44. So for me, every decade that I reach, I feel that my mother never did. I feel that it is, I, I not owe it because I hate that. I feel that I'm living what she didn't get to live. And I also feel that aging is a privilege. Most people don't like to tell their ages, but for me, every single day is a gift, right? So turning 60 to me was just, I just, it was just fabulous. Um, So I decided instead of having a birthday party that every month I was going to gift myself an experience um, travel or doing nothing. So, and I called it, I deemed it my year of exploration and discovery where I was going to put myself in positions that, um, I would not otherwise be in. Like I became a patron for Ted, um, in Vancouver 
And it's incredibly expensive to do these things. But I said, you know, just like, what are we spending our money on? The conversation we earlier had, um, sometimes spending your money on the to get a seat at the table that you would not otherwise get allows you to see the inner workings of organizations that we often don't get to see. So by becoming a TED um, patron, I was actually even invited to um, Chris Wyers's last name gone out of my head. He is the um, curator for TED. He had a private dinner at his house in New York for patrons and speakers of TED because it was the first TED since COVID that was going to be meeting in person. Um, I also became a patron of Aspen Ideas in Aspen, Colorado, and that is a phenomenal. If you have the opportunity to do any of, of these events, I think Aspen Ideas is just phenomenal. You have the CEOs from BlackRock, um, from General Motors, uh, you have Andrew Ross Salking there from, you know, it's like Katie Couric. It's just about anybody and everybody that's there. And it's just talks that are being done. Um, but uh, by becoming a patron of that, I was invited to private dinners um, where I got to meet people that I would not otherwise have met. And you know, it was just a, a fantastic year of pouring into myself, of being an observer, of not making any decisions either. And it wasn't just doing things like that. I even went on a silent retreat. Um, I did a writing retreat. I did so many different things that I would not normally do. And you know what, I, what, what you realize when you do things like this mm. is we often discount what we bring into the world and the knowledge that we've acquired over time. And the more you're in these conversations with these people who are considered to be world experts or um, the, the prime source of information, you realize that they're learning just as much as we are. Hmm. And it was a phenomenal um, discovery for me for the year. I love that. That's like really impactful. And you've mentioned a couple of things, but what what was most impactful on you from the year? And then now as a result of that experience, what's next? What was most impactful was how I sort of ended that with knowing that we're all learning no matter how much you um, are considered to be the expert for a subject, the world is changing so much um, that all of the studies that have been done, they're actually outdated because a lot of those studies were done based on exclusion of other people. Um, they were based on a time when we were in an industrial revolution type movement, whereas now we're in an intellectual movement. So a lot of what was considered to be the way we should be going is being turned upside down. 
So the more you put yourself in positions where you can add your two cents, because we all matter in the way that we're moving forward, um, the more we become of service to everyone, right? And um, I just loved listening to people who um, are considered to be these industry experts, and I know that they don't really know either, right? So, but as much as we give them the credibility, we have to give ourselves that credibility too. Um, And what comes next for me is I'm deeming 2024 as my year of getting into position. So I'm Mm. taking all of what I explored and discovered in 2023 And I'm now trying to figure out how to use that information to get into position. I love that. I love that. You've you've just dropped so many nuggets, you know, getting into position for 2024 and, you know, being around people that you think know it all, but they're they're just learning. Just like like we are. Just they like, don't know any more than you. They're they're yeah. on the same yeah you know same level. Yeah. We just underestimate ourselves totally all the time, totally. And I I wanted to pick up on something that you said um, about being at the table. You know, because you were, you've been, are in the, in the C suite, and you know you're at the table breathing rare air. And yet, you know, sometimes even when we're in these positions, we still feel like we need oxygen, like we're not enough. You know, we continue to doubt ourselves. And so as you're as you're on this path, this path that you laid out for yourself in, in 23 and 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 in terms of where you're going in 24, I just wonder what what has been missing or what was missing for you in, in the C-suite in terms of why are you on the path that you've chosen? Well, first of all, the C-suite is is not really designed for people like us, meaning Black women, right? Um, It is okay while we are aspiring, like we are accepted, we're embraced. Oh my gosh, this person is so clever. But when you arrive, whole different story. When you arrive, that's when it becomes, oh, you don't have this, or you don't have that, or you don't have the other. And then you see all sorts of other people who have none of those things that you have being accelerated around you. Um, So at the end of the day, and, and, you know, I'm going to backtrack a bit, Shelby, because when I turn 55, right, Something happened to me that made me realize that I have far less years ahead of me than I have behind me. Mm. And I decided that it was time for me to step into my big girl shoes, not play small for anybody. I don't think I am unworthy of being in any room. I have earned my ability to be in every single room that I that I am in. And if somebody else thinks that I don't deserve to be, that's their problem, not mine. Mm. So, and it takes a long time to get to that, right? Because 
you know, as Black people, we are taught to sit still, be quiet, don't make waves because of the fact that our people came through slavery. And if we stepped out of line, you could be killed or hanged or, you know, any of those things. So these are a lot of generational trauma that we're dealing with, right? But, and that gets used against us, right? Because we're meant to be quiet, we're meant to be polite, we're meant to be all of these things, which other people don't get held to that standard. So um, I'm now at the point where I know I deserve to be here. I don't feel unworthy. And you can do whatever you want that tries to make me feel that way. But this whole getting into position is where is my, where are my talents most needed? A lot of leaders believe that they're supposed to know it all. And it was Warren Buffett that actually uh, made a statement that if he was the smartest person in the room, then he didn't need anybody else there. Hmm. You want to hire the best of the best because what you are as a leader is the conductor. You're not the person that's doing all the work. You're the person that's finding the bits that are missing and bringing those people together. And they are creating something much bigger than you ever even thought. If you're walking into a room as a leader, having it all figured out, you've just failed your team. Hmm. Because your team could deliver so much more than what you could even think about if you give them the flexibility tools and the um, authority to do these things. They will surprise you every single time, every single time. And, and don't believe that um, having every qualification is going get to you, get you into leadership. Because leadership is is more about your people skills, your EQ, than it is about your knowledge, your um, theory, theory, the theory that you bring, because that changes constantly. Yeah, and it's great to have multi generational people as well. So much better than all people from one group because you're limited. Everybody brings a little bit more. It's almost like you were eavesdropping on our conversation, um, <laughs> conversation Belinda and I were having about, um, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are smarter than you and not totally. being intimidated or or threatened. That that's that's really the the key to successful leadership. Yeah. Um, and so, speaking of successful leadership, we're wondering how does how does Kathy define success? Well, first of all, success is being able to go to sleep at night mm. and not feel that you have destroyed anybody else's life, including your own. Success is not material wealth. It is that ability to relax when you need to, Pour into yourself when you need to, because in order for you, and one of my, my um, themes for 2023 also was filling my own cup mm -hmm. so that I can 
fill others, you know, and that was something from Yolanda Vincent. Um, she always says that in order for you to be able to give to anyone else, your cup has to be overflowing. Not even just having a full cup, it has to be overflowing because you cannot give what you do not have. And um, so for me, it's all about filling my cup, letting it overflow, because then that way I don't feel like I'm being depleted by giving to anyone else, anyone else that I want to. Sometimes you are in situations in your jobs where you do have to um, give to people that you don't want to give a thing to. Um, but then you go and you do something for yourself to to fill yourself back up, knowing that what you did, hopefully, will teach that person how to give back as well. It's not about taking all the time. What are some of the ways that you fill up your cup? Every single day. I have rituals every single day. When I go on vacation, I don't um, as much, but uh, my morning starts. I never pick up my phone first thing in the morning. My morning starts with me either walking in nature or doing yoga on my porch that overlooks um, I have this yard that has birds and everything in it. I also go into the ocean once, at least minimum of once a week. And I was a person that was terrified of the ocean, never interfered with the ocean. Um, but I read Will Smith's book and he talked about the big she. And the big she is the ocean and how many of us as black people have a fear of the ocean. And a lot of it is because our ancestors drowned on the middle passage and that sort of thing. And it's recessed, right? And so, um, and he talked about how he learned how to swim and how he felt so much more healed when he went into the ocean. Right after I read that, a friend of mine was um, throughout a challenge of having a polar bear swim on the first of the year. And I decided to do it. And I was hooked ever since. Like, there is something so healing about the ocean. I actually do feel like I feel our ancestors when I go to the ocean. It's phenomenal. Even just putting your bare feet in. I don't like swimming in water that I can't stand in because maybe that's still that generational trauma. But I will be, I love to go to a cove. And I love to feel the ocean. Like I have to do it at least once a week. And all of that is done before I go into the office. I write daily affirmations. I write a, um, I meditate 15 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening. I write a gratitude journal in the morning and in the evenings. I journal a lot. I do all of that so that I can center myself. Um, and accept that even on those days when I feel like the world is against me, there's always something to be grateful for. Gratitude is an activator, not a pacifier, is something I say. So that is what I do, Belinda, in order to be able to be a more effective um, leader and person, actually. Hmm. So with that said, what is your truth? My truth is there is no truth. It's all perspective. Mm. I love it. So, hey, at this point, we would love to switch into our lightning round. 
Yes. We've got a few questions for you there. So just kind of the first thing that pops into your mind. Shelby, mm-hmm. you want to ask the first lightning round question? Sure. So Kathy, what is your theme song or play- playlist for a tough day? Oh my goodness. <laughs> for a tough day, it would be we're part of something way bigger, Beyonce. Mm. Yeah. No matter what happens, we're a part of something way bigger. Love that. Mm. So we've talked a little bit about, as we were talking about the things that you use to ensure that your cup is full, you outlined some important parts of your day, both morning and evening, but which time of day do you feel is sacred time? First thing in the morning, because Mm. there, I try to have at least an hour of silence a day. Mm. And that is grounding for me um, so that I can hear what is really happening in my head. Mm-hmm. And even though I call it silence, it means that there are, there are no outside influences, influences except for what's happening in my head. So I know what I'm dealing with first thing in the morning for myself that I have to work through. So that morning is sacred. That's powerful. Mm. You've shared a lot of um, a lot of thoughts on on your approach to to leadership, but I'm going to ask this last question anyway, and then you can just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Fill in the blank. Leadership is having the ability to follow. To teach and learn, learn and teach. Hey everyone, it's Shelby. There were so many pearls of wisdom that Kathy just dropped. Aging is a privilege. We are all learning because the world is changing so much. Get in position. Don't play small for anybody. As the leader, you're the conductor. I learned a lot. And I'm so grateful that Kathy made time to share her leadership journey with us. And now we have four requests of all of you. Share this episode with three friends. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. DM us on Instagram at leadership underscore T to tell us what topics you want to hear about. And finally, visit us at stirringsuccess.com to join our mailing list and be in the know about future content. Thanks again for spending time with us. We look forward to stirring success with you again soon.